0: Welcome back to The Ball, episode number 11. We've been, uh, kind of busy the past couple of weeks, so we've been away from the pod a little bit, but we we made an effort this week. We, we missed you guys, I'm sure. I hope you missed us as well. Um, and we're back. We're happy to be back after this oh, little break. I'm ecstatic. Well, while we were gone, there's been, uh, some wars <sighs> that kicked off in, um, what is that, Eastern Europe? Um... A little bit unstable region as of late, I guess, um, and it has some football implications. So, if you don't know, Russia uh, invaded the Ukraine, and they're going at it right now, right? Talking bombs, trucks, tanks, right? Everything, uh, all of the above, and uh, Chelsea. This owner is um, Russian. if People didn't know a Russian oligarch, I believe. Bet got lots and lots of money. I wonder how he made that money. Maybe some secret deals with the government, possibly. Um, so there's been talks. FIFA has been deciding what to do with this crisis, right? Um, how do we, I guess, punish the Russian uh, people that are affiliated with football in any on the high level? And I hear there's been some pressure
1: about uh, selling
0: his team, maybe. There's some talks about that. What have you heard about
1: about that in that area? Yeah, I, I really don't think this was his decision, but it sounds like he's stepping down from uh, his position of power uh, as the head man of overseeing the Chelsea Football Club. Um, I believe there's been talks about um, somebody new taking over. Okay. I imagine he's probably still going to be behind the scenes, but he's definitely... Um, not going to be the face of the operation anymore.
0: And I hear this weekend there he's taking some bids. Um, you know, if anybody out there is, I guess has a couple billion uh, laying around and wants to buy Chelsea, this is this is your chance. This <laughs> is your chance to get in, in get in the game. Um, you know, I am pulling for the Spotify owner. Remember the Spotify owner tried to buy Arsenal, but some things didn't work out. So. I
1: feel like maybe he can step in there and. Maybe I, th- I think he's a, a lifetime Arsenal fan, though. Yeah. And, you know, buying another club across the town in London. I don't know if he uh, he has that in him. Hey, If the numbers make sense, you know,
0: we'll see how much of a businessman he is. Maybe <laughs> those returns might uh might make sense. But yeah, no, you have a, You do have a good point. Um, so let's say you're a Liverpool fan, right? Correct. Let's say. Um, Let's say Everton was up for sale, and it was right in your price range. It was an obvious, obviously a great investment. Would you put your fandom ahead of
1: uh, the money in that case? Uh, I don't know. Everton's uh, might get relegated here pretty <laughs> quick. I don't know if that's the business I want to get into. <laughs> this
0: is a perfect growth scenario, though. <laughs> and you can't afford Liverpool. And you can only uh, afford Everton. Maybe one day. Maybe one day, yeah, no, these, these are conversations we need to have one day. So, yeah, that's going on. Um, oh, side note, before uh, Putin invaded, uh, or before Russia invaded Ukraine, Putin had one of his yachts near Germany. And like a couple of days before, he made the official announcement that thing had to go straight to Russia. Like <laughs> He knew those sanctions were coming. He was like, yo, I need that yacht once the, once, once the shit goes down. But uh, yes, we're sending our love to Ukraine. Um, it's going down over there, like for real. Yeah. And yeah, hopefully, hopefully, it ends soon. Um, let's hop into Tottenham. So, Tottenham beat City, right? Harry Kane had one of his best games um, this season. I think he was rated like a perfect 10. Um, some of the balls he was playing it was ridiculous. That was like last season, uh, Harry Kane. Maybe yeah, I think, two he had
1: two, think he had two goals
0: and an assist. Yep, yep, and a winner mm-hmm. at that. Um so they beat City top of the league, you're like, Oh, this team is this team is fantastic, right? And uh the coach Conte also also felt the same. And then and then they like lose right after that to I think like Middlesbrough or something in the middle of the week. Um mm-hmm. just a super inconsistent team. Uh, if
1: you were if you were that coach, what 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 would you uh, what would you expect actually at this point? Well, I think his reaction after these poor results of late is more appropriate with this Tottenham team. I don't think they have the consistency um, that he needs or demands. You know, Conte's managed some top level teams, and you know the center back pairings and the midfield just isn't at the level to compete at the top level of the Premier League or european competition either Mm -hmm. um i do find it real amusing that he goes from praising his team immensely after the city victory Mm -hmm. saying this is one of the best groups ever to just demanding change (laughs) like one week later i don't know what this guy's on i wouldn't be
0: happy either if, 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 if there was this much inconsistency you know but, hey, what can you do? It's it's the history of Tottenham. <laughs> I, mean, I think someone said that sometime in the back. But, uh, let's hop into some Champions League action. So, Champions League is finally back. Right, I think we went, like, a whole month with no Champions League. It was ridiculous. I don't know how we made it through without it. I have no idea. Luckily, it came back on Valentine's Day or during the week of that Valentine's week. So, um, we had a lot to look forward to. Um... PSG, Real Madrid was a big headliner, um, PSG ended up winning 1-0, I think before we, we went on break, we thought, or at least I thought, Madrid was going to win, um, ended 1-0, PSG came on a 4-3-3, uh, Madrid also came on a 4-3-3, and Neymar was uh, came on late, he was injured, and during the whole game, Madrid was pretty passive, um, I was able to watch uh, this, this whole game, I uh, didn't have any meetings, thankfully, <laughs> during that time. But, uh, yeah, it, it almost felt like it was planned. Uh, Madrid was coming in, uh, being defensive, just asking PSG if they can break them down, which <laughs> is dangerous, um, which it almost worked. Mm-hmm. until, if Only if Kylian Mbappe wasn't on the other side um, doing his thing. But the plan almost worked uh, First, and this season they're not doing that uh, Away goal advantage thing mm. So it's just straight up So they were like, hey, why risk it I guess, trying to get that extra Away goal advantage When we can just tie 0 you know, go back, score 1 or 2 Or 3, and, and take it But um, Yeah, PSG 1-0 Next game is going to be at The Santiago Bernabeu uh, who do you got
1: in that next one? I think PSG continues to roll. Um, you know, in this game, Messi missed a PK that could have separated them further. You know, Courtois was the highest-rated Madrid player, really keeping him in this game. Um, I thought PSG was the better team. Um, and Mbappe. Mbappe incredible goal incredible game overall he's clearly uh trying to impress his potential future teammates yep. and I, I see more of that coming in their next meeting
0: yeah and, uh, i'm hoping uh i'm hoping it skips next season and next season and buff is wearing white <laughs> uh, bail made it off the bench this game which was always nice to see personally i'm still a big Bale fan uh I'll always be a big Bale fan I don't know why I just think he's good Although his numbers Have not shown it At all recently All those injuries Cut up to him right But um, Yeah Huge Bale fan And Look at all Yeah look at all those Sixes And fives That Madrid mm-hmm. side Like nobody Is rated above Above a seven Besides than, Courtois Yeah Other than Courtois Damn That's, that's not a good look It's not a good look but uh, yeah, 1-0, PSG got the win. Uh, the next game which uh, had the big names, the big coaches, and the big players was uh, Atletico Madrid versus Man United. This was the first time that De Gea went back to Madrid since mm. he got uh, transferred. Can you believe that? It's been like, what, six years now? It's that's incredible. That's, that's ridiculous. And Atletico came out in the three five two, 5 Man U came out in a full 3 one um it was classic Atletico. Like they were playing ferocious. They was lose the lose the ball at the beginning there. They caught Man United off by surprise. Um, United wasn't really ready for all that press, but playing that style of football is pretty taxing. Mm-hmm. You can you can see in the second half those legs got a little bit tired, some concentration, you know, started lacking and United was able to equalize. But the man who got the goal, you know, the first first half on the on the Atletico side was uh, Jao Felix. Um, tell me about Jao Felix. You think he's he's still rising? Um, should we expect more? Should we demand more from Jalf Felix after all the hype that was around him? And are these ex- the performances that we should be uh, used to right now?
1: I mean, this kid's still very young and developing. You know, he came out on the scene um, so early that these expectations are building. Um, But he's still such a talent. Um, You know, he showed that in the goal with the diving header, and he was really dictating the game up to that point as well. Uh, I think as his time goes on, we're going to need to see more of this if he's going to live up to the hype. Uh, So you...
0: Atletico's athletic style of play Do you think uh, against a team like United Because that wor- it was working at first uh, In the first half Do you think it's just a matter of They just need to be more fit And they could easily beat this team Or do you think they don't have enough uh, Skill wise um, Or defensively in attacking To break a team down like this And keep the lead
1: You know, to go deep in the Champions League, I really don't think they have uh, the talent to break teams down. I think against United, I think they do. Um, You know, United's been slipping in the Premier League a bit, and they still haven't gelled in that back line. I think you know, Atletico can catch them out with the press and come out on a counter and score a cheeky goal. Um, I think United's a team that's going to get frustrated, and I think Atletico can certainly do it, especially going into the next leg tied one-one. I want to talk uh, Varane a little bit. I think I, I had a I had a
0: hot take on Varane when when this tr- transition happened. I, I thought he was a uh, auxiliary player. I thought he was a, uh, like we mentioned, he's a condiments. He's not the hot dog mm-hmm. when it comes to the team. And I feel like I'm being proven right. The more I watch Varane play in this team, uh, obviously it doesn't help playing next to uh, Maguire and Lindelof, but if you're going to be... You know that top-level center back. You've got to, you've got to be able to pull those guys around and, and, and kind of be more vocal. To me, he seems to be too passive. He's just out there, using his speed, and you know, playing great balls from time to time. Uh, do you think Varane is overrated? I think, I think that he's he's getting that overrated area.
1: I think so. You know, he's played on such great teams with Real Madrid, where you're supported by Ramos, and then you know, you go to France immense talent all around him um yeah. you know coming to manchester united he hasn't had the opportunity to shine and i actually heard through the rumor mills that uh christensen from chelsea who hasn't been getting much time sitting behind rudiger and silva man united might make a push for him and okay. might take over that slot with mcguire yeah no it's something's good something's gonna happen there um
0: Let's let's see how this second. I'm am really excited to watch this second second leg of, of this game, because mm-hmm. um, it's really tough up, up for grabs if you ask me. I think that home home advantage is going to be nullified by athletical style and how poor Man United is playing. So um, let's let's keep an eye on that and see what happens. Let's switch gears to the English Premier League, um, where we where we make where we make our real money here yes. at the ball. All right, this is the meat. This is the meat of the sandwich <laughs> that we're getting into here. So, Everton City, Everton came out in a four-three-three. Man City also came out in a four-three-three. This was a pretty big game uh, because Liverpool is catching up on City here. Are you only three points behind now? uh
1: Six points behind technically, but we got a game in hand, okay. and we have been surging. You know, okay. last six games, six wins doing well in the champions league and you know, our team's back from the african cup of nations yep. you know, we're forced to be reckoned
0: with yeah and i mean correct me if i'm wrong but i, I kind of it seemed like cities kind of feeling the pressure they kind of know like hey something's happening mm-hmm. um we, we just we just can't coast and, and win this thing right but uh, that's That was some of the story in this game, Everton gave them all that they could handle, uh, I had to come down uh, to a,
1: I guess, a lucky Phil Foden goal, is that fair to say? It was lucky, it was a defensive yeah. error by Keane, Everton center back, just kind of a ball scuffed into the, the mix and it fell to Foden's feet. Um, Hey, that that broke my heart. I was started to cry in my eggs while I was eating breakfast. <laughs> hey,
0: the referee had a chance though to make amends and make it one one, or at least give Everton a penalty.
1: I think uh, he, I think he had the opportunity to screw it up, and he took that opportunity. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, he was not giving away that penalty. Like, I mean, I saw, I saw that replay. it Went to VAR, and usually whenever the referee. Goes, did he ever go to the side and look into that little television thing that they look into? I because think he
1: just talked to the guy. Oh, oh. okay, so every,
0: honestly, every time VAR happens and the dude goes, the referee, not the dude, goes to the side and starts looking in there, it's always penalty, red card, whatever they were checking. But uh, yeah, they, they were kind of lazy on this one.
1: You know? Well, it was just awful. Rodri, there was a handball in the box. Rodri's arms were extended in an unnatural position. The ball was below the shirt sleeve on his forearm. Um, it's really incredible that that wasn't called. Um, you know, after the match, the referee called Frank Lampard personally, apologizing for the call. I after mean, Frank made some disparaging comments him uh, towards him in the press conference.
0: Man, I um, want those points on the phone call. Just
1: yeah, because Everton's in the relegation battle. Yeah. You know these points are critical towards the title race, um, just really poor. If you have VAR, you got to successfully use it. Yeah, now,
0: when we take a look at the table, um, City's on 66 points, as you mentioned, that game in hand, Liverpool's on uh, 60 points, and, yeah, that was going to be a huge call. I mean, instead of three points, we could have gotten one. Possibly even none, if you know, maybe Everton gets a bit more inspired mm-hmm. and, and end up pulling away. But yeah, let's keep a close eye on that um, title race. It's a, at least it's a title race now. Yeah, it's okay. gonna be exciting. I'm excited. It's a title race. Let's, let's 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 see. Lastly, we've got Arsenal Wolves. What a game, right? Um, started out with Huang hitting the first goal in the 10th minute and good back and forth good back and forth um Wolves Wolves whenever they're playing one of those top teams it's always going to be a game right? you, never, you can never write them off um, they've got great players um Podence is finally back Pedro Neto is finally back their, their crew is finally forming together Raúl Jimenez obviously he's there too and uh Wank also played very well. He seemed like mm-hmm. he's he's got some uh he's got some quality to him. Right. He's the highest rated player for wolves in the game. Yep. Yeah, what is it? Oh he's got the seven point six. Okay. And uh on the other side um, Smith Rowe was not here. I'm not, sh- I'm not sure
1: why. Maybe he's injured or something. Yeah, they mentioned an illness, non-COVID okay. related. Uh, he wasn't even in the 18 for the game.
0: Okay. Um, so in the middle there, you had Udegaard, Martinelli and like I said up there. He's
1: the man of the match.
0: The, ma- the man of the match should be the guy who scores the winner, right? It mm-hmm. makes sense. Uh, this one ended 2-1. Uh, Are two late goals to get the comeback? Very, very late goals. Um. What is that? That's 82nd with that Nicholas Pepe with a nice little spin in the box, and then in the 95th minute, basically, yep. uh, plus stoppage time. Um
1: Let's take a look at the table. Where where's Arsenal here? Number six. All right. With a couple of games in hand, they're very much in that top four contention. Oh yeah. No, it's, it's gonna be. Yeah, this, this is the league to keep an eye on. Thankfully, the
0: ball offers coverage on this league, this very same league with this very exciting title race every week uh, if you want to tune in. And next week, or this weekend, there's some pretty good games coming up. You've got that Liverpool-West Ham. Let's see if your boy Declan Rice can be- uh, this is a game that I guess I'll watch. Let's see if that can... Maybe I'm picking the wrong game. Maybe he'll just get dominated during the entire game.
1: Liverpool is in form, man. Yeah. Uh, I I think we're gonna roll over West Ham. You okay. know, knock on wood here. Um, maybe entice Dick and Rice to make a move over to, to Liverpool. Who knows? That one's at 9:30. Um, big title
0: implications there. And then we've got Manchester derby uh, coming up.
1: Big implications for both teams there. You know, City's been skating around with a couple, you know, almost lost against Everton, did lose against Tottenham. And, you know, we've been noting Manchester United's uh, lack of form drawing against the likes of Burnley and Watford. Um, Both teams need a result badly. Yeah, no, 100%. And, yeah, this is one of those where
0: the environment changes everything. You know, the environment is kind of hot. It's a big game. Sometimes you need big game players. Mm-hmm. you know, there might be a guy on one of these teams who loves those big games. c r seven, I don't know. Uh, I here and there. Let's see what happens. Uh. <laughs> but uh, that one's happening at eight thirty uh, on a Sunday. So good time to wake up. Mm-hmm. watch those games. have a drink or some coffee. one of the two. Hopefully you have a drink. Whatever instead. you fancy. Hey, whatever, <laughs> whatever it is, whatever it is. but uh, uh, let's, let's see what happens this weekend.